Hey everybody, it's your old pal Mitch Halleck, producer of Connecticut's Terrific Comic Con and CT Gamer Con, both happening at Mohegan Sun. And I just want to let you know, if you're not following us on the almighty social network, you're missing out on a bunch of stuff. So you can follow me on Twitter at It's Terrific Con. That's I-T-S-T-E-R-R-I-F-I-C-O-N. It's Terrific Con. And if you're into gaming, make sure you check us out on Twitter at CT Gamer Con. That's C-T-G-A-M-E-R-C-O-N. And as always, you can look for us on Facebook at Terrificon and CT GamerCon, and we're even on Instagram. So do me a favor and follow me there. Plus, check out my brand new show on YouTube, Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure, where we go every two weeks and look back at the things you love, TV, movies, toys, and more. That's Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure. Now sit back and get ready for another episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. Thanks. You're listening to Terrific Con presents the Power Cosmic Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to everything you love. That's comic books, TV, movies, collectibles, and more. Brought to you by Mitchell A.S. Halleck, the producer of Terrific Con, the world's greatest comic con every summer at the Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut. Join Mitch and his special guest, Jerry Ordway, and his pals all across the comic fandom as they talk about the things you love. Now, sit back, get ready, and listen to today's episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. What's your subject? Today's subject is, today is uh, 420. It's April 20th, so Jerry and I will be hitting the, 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 the dope any minute now. You know, the dope, the junk, the weed, the, 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 what the kids call it, the pot. Yes, we've been eating the pot. <laughs> I've been shooting the pot for the last 20 minutes now. It's hard to get those little stems in your arm. As now, Mitch, Mitch is wearing his Fin Fang Foom I am. Fin Fang Foom, which we all know is a euphemism for pot. weed. It's like Puff the Magic Dragon. Live by the sea. And little Johnny was selling his papers. I bet he was. I could do a whole show about that. Is Finn Fang Foom going to be in Master of Kung Fu? Yes, I heard there's going to be an allusion to it because there, I watched the thing. Uh, the Master Kung Fu the trailer, trailer dropped yesterday. yesterday yeah. And the ten rings are in there. Yeah. But they're not rings on your fingers. They show the guy that's playing the Mandarin has these ten like wristbands. wristbands, five on each arm. And they said they're, you know, magical alien properties. Which guy was the man? I didn't even spot him. He was the father. He was the, uh, I think, uh, Mike, um, don't get me wrong, was it John Lowe? The actor that was... That would be fun if it was him. I thought that's who it was. He was in the shadow, right? Yeah, that was him. He was, uh, uh, not Kuba Khan, uh, Khan. Right, right. Shere Khan. Yeah. Shere Khan. Wait, was Shere Khan the tiger in Jungle Book? No, I think... Shere Khan was the one from yeah. Shadow. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that's who the actor was. But that looks good. I was... And again, Were you a big fan of that? Here's my... And again, I'm not judging the trailer or the movie. Yeah. But Shang-Chi always had the cool costume in the Yeah, comics, he doesn't have that anymore. And I wanted something bright and red. No. Me. Is that wrong? No, the new book, he doesn't wear that anymore. The, the new Marvel version that's coming no, out. No, no, I get it. It's more of a... 
like a almost like a superhero spandex. Suit. I get it. I, I know. Would, I know I, what you're thinking. I would thinking. like some yes. color in that character. You're thinking of the traditional uh, karate. Well, he had martial like red. He had that, but yeah. it was red and yellow. Or yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I he did wear it color. everywhere, and you used to be like, "Is that why is it got barefoot?" But that book itself was to take off of the Kung Fu TV show. Because that was so popular back in the 70s. Wasn't was that Marvel capitalizing on But it was also the Fu Manchu, the Sax Romer Fu Manchu story. No, I know that, but I'm, I'm talking trouble. about his, his clothes. Remember that, right? They got yeah. in legal trouble yeah. because they used stuff that yeah. was virtually only 10 years old that had been done. It was 76 or something like that when the The original comic... book came out in 75, I think. Okay, so yeah. 10 years, less than 10 years before, there were still Fu Manchu movies. Yeah, right? with, with Peter uh, Christopher Lee. Well, right. There was one, and then they had like Nayland Smith was the British agent, yeah, yeah. and they were all characters from the books. Right. And it always felt weird. Like, wait, why wouldn't they think they'd get into trouble? No, Marvel you know? had the rights to that property. No. Yes, they did. They got they they had the. I thought they bought the rights to it. No, it was they were all in the book. Though. It was considered out of it was considered oh. like public domain. Oh, I didn't know that. Marvel in the seventies was all about public domain. Yeah, that's why they had Frankenstein, Dracula, yeah, yeah. and Werewolf, all that stuff that was out there. Oh, so I thought no, because Jim Starlin but at Terrificon was saying that he wrote the first two yeah, books, yeah. and he said it was based on Fu Manchu, which is the most racist. If you read the original books from the thirties or forties, he said it was the most you know, racist literature well, there was. Right. But I didn't. I thought they had done a deal just like they did with Robert Howard and you know. Um, Doc Savage yeah, that yeah. they had acquired all the rights yeah. to that stuff. I think Doc Savage they had to get rights to. No, I think you're wrong because they can't reprint those old Fu Manchu. No, uh, those was, old uh, Shang Chi because the they don't problem, have the rights to Fu Manchu. Right. The problem right. was the book was in public domain. Yes. But the movies were still protected, and the movies had those characters. Oh, they're not in the books. The characters? They're in the books, yeah. but they're visual. So, in other words. I oh, think so the likenesses like, you're talking about? The characters themselves. I mean, one character looked like Sean Connery. Right, remember right, this? I remember. I, I, I have the yeah. tree, the omnibus somewhere. I mean, there's clearly, that's the problem with anything like that, is that if you do a Too close. to it, someone's going to go, oh, hey, I the movie rights are still... Like, when, we were, when I was doing Shazam, yeah. I wanted to use Spy Smasher, and it became a big thing. And it was like, why is it a big thing? DC owns the... the yeah, they bought the stuff. rights, yeah. Well... They had to negotiate because Republic Pictures owned the cereal. Had the cereal Spy Smasher, which right. nobody remembers. I saw it. I actually had bought those VHSs. It was actually one but of the better time, cereals. This was like mid '90s, right? Yes. I wanted to use Spy Smasher, and legal said, "Oh, there's still Republic Pictures still owns some kind of connection rights or whatever." And Chris Duffy, this is what I'm remembering. Chris yeah. Duffy was our was the editor. associate editor. Yeah. Chris was taking the elevator up to D.C., yeah. and he spotted somebody who worked, because Republic apparently had an office in 666 or wherever. Oh, really? The you know, office. where D.C. Yeah. was at the time. Yeah. And he mentioned it to him, and he said that there were, oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so he that's went back and said, hey, we could use it. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, no, I, I didn't know that. We couldn't use. What? Uh, there was a character who was part of Oval Team. The hot chocolate stuff? The, yeah, there was a chocolate mix. There was a. I want to say it wasn't Mr. Terrific, but it was something like that. And now I can't think of the name of the character. Mr. Terrific, he's around. But I'm saying it was a character kind of like Mr. Terrific, but oh. it was a faucet character. Oh. And we had wanted to use it in this one, just one page with all the faucet universe characters. And you couldn't use it. And we couldn't use it because of 
Ovaltine, whoever owned the rights to Ovaltine had some kind of rights to this so character weird. because it was yeah. used in Ovaltine ads and as a radio show or something. Oh, and now wow. I can't think of the name of the character. But anyways, there's always no, someone. It's just weird when you said that. Yeah, there's always somebody who's got some kind of residual rights. So initial, like the Marvel too, when they did Frankenstein. Yeah. It couldn't but, look like Boris Karloff. Right, because yeah, the book that. was in public domain, but the right. Universal Pictures were still protected, and yeah. that visual was protected. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not a big Shang-Chi fan. I mean, I read the stories. I know I know Chris is, that I, comes to my shows. He loves it. He, like he's got them. all of them. Well, I liked them because they were like James Bond movies. That's what I've heard, yeah. The first series was more like a guy trying to, Fu Manchu was trying yeah. to take over the world. And, and that's what the books that. were like. Yeah. And the movies, the Christopher Lee movies. There's like a... Just like anything from that era, there's a racial aspect to it. Yeah, but he's like a Doctor No character, right? He's, he's like this evil of, yeah, scientist, yeah. which is still, again, racist too. Yeah, but again, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying these things exist in their time frame. Yeah, like Charlie Chan. So and if you all did it shit. now, would you? You wouldn't do it the same. No, absolutely. You not. would have to have a different sensitivity yeah. towards the characters and the subject. Well, that ties in today's subject because it's about. Racism comic books. Did you watch Falcon and Winter Soldier? I did. Do you see the character of Isaiah Bradley, who's based on Kyle Baker's book, yeah. Truth, that came out in, I'm going to say, 2000, maybe? It was a while ago. It was about yeah. how there was an Afro American um, Captain America program, super soldier. Yeah. yeah. And it was kind of like the Tuskegee thing where they took some guys, they, they shot them up with a super soldier yeah, yeah. to see what the different things would be. Yeah. And then one guy, Isaiah, becomes like the Captain America, but the other guy's all mutated in their yeah, own yeah. weird way. So they're referencing him in the new TV show on yes. Disney+, Plus, which yes. is really cool. And Carl Lumley, who I told you before, was supposed to be a Trificon last yeah. year, but... He was Martian Manhunter. He's Martian Manhunter. He was also on Supergirl yeah. as Martian Manhunter's father. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he was, he was in, I think I remember him from the TV show Alias. Oh yes, and he yeah, was with also, Jennifer Garner. He right, was he Mantis wasn't too. Remember Mantis? Mantis, he was Mantis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot that he was yeah. that guy. Oh my God! Oh, you're right. Well, here's the question. Though. Yeah, go ahead. And this may be a spoiler for somebody, but in his playing this character on Falcon and Winter Soldier, Isaiah, yeah. they definitely aged him. Yeah, they did. I noticed which makes that me too. Think that there must be a flashback. Is there going to be a flashback? I don't know. This week's the last episode. Because that's what is the only yeah. reason you could think of. To I noticed do that, that too to because I, 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 he doesn't. He's not that wrinkly. Like when they yeah. show close up of his face, well, they did. there's definitely makeup on it to make it look like right, more right. crow's it's feet like in the corner of his eyes. Or something. Yeah, right, right, right. He, right, says right. he smiles at all. Yeah, crinkles. and I was like, why are they covering him up with that? Because he doesn't look that old. For a flashback, that's all flashback. I can think of. You do a flashback, and well, he looks twenty years younger. You know what? It's kind of sad though because if you compare it to Captain America. Steve Rogers gets to go back in time yeah. and dance with Peggy. Yeah. And Isaiah never got to see his wife again because they right. threw him in jail and they told him he died or right. she died. And so he never got to his and dance. And clearly Steve Rogers didn't know this guy existed. No, he didn't exist. Yeah. That's what's funny. Well, I was thinking today, when, you ever see how the beginning of it, he donated the shield, Falcon donated the right. shield. Wouldn't it be cool if they go back to the museum and they add a whole section on right. the lost Captain yeah, America? Yeah, yeah. That would be, be kind of a nice be, little justice doing there too but the reason why I was bringing it up is you see how uh, John Walker aka yeah. Wyatt Russell he uh, he lost the, the title in Captain America they stripped it from yeah. him and then Elaine shows up from Seinfeld right. which was really a bizarre casting choice I realized 
they're actors. Right. But I can't not look at her and think of Elaine. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, did they do that on purpose? I mean, she's not who I thought Contessa. Right. Valentina, Della, right, right. whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. I always thought of this. But I could buy it. I could buy it. But I, I mean, I don't know. There's, there, the TV stuff is all a reinterpretation. Right, right. Yeah, Agatha Harkness did look like yeah, Agatha I mean, from the stories. Yeah, I mean, is she showing up? Is she going to do a Hail Hydra? That's what I'm thinking, gonna, right? Yeah, I mean, is it a separate group? Is she, was she having an affair with Nick Fury? Are they going to do a flashback where she's that character? Well, you heard now? that they're doing a secret invasion. Yeah, they are doing one with uh, yeah. Sam Jackson. <laughs> and uh, anyway... The reason why I brought up the racism thing is because people, there's that line where he tells Falcon about the shield. He says, no self-respecting black man could pick up the shield and say he's Captain America. Right. Well, isn't that the whole crux of the show? Because at the end of it, I'm assuming this Friday's episode is yeah. going to end with Sam Wilson becoming... They're building towards Yeah, it. right? Yeah. I mean, you know he's probably got a costume made by the Wakandans. Right. Which is probably vibranium. <clears throat> right. And he's going to get the shield. So he is going to be Captain America. So isn't that going to be like a slap in the face to the other character? Or how are you going to reconcile that Yeah, but everybody conflict? interprets these things differently. And I think the fact that he knew Steve Rogers, you know what I mean? He was... Yeah. That yeah. gives him a different connection. Yeah. And it gives him a different perspective that this guy basically said, no, you, I want you to be my Yeah, successor. right, 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 right. I think that's totally different. It's not like he wears it as a symbol of oppression. He wears yeah. it as a symbol of the American dream. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's another thing too. That character, when he talked to people about Captain America, is so funny. Maybe like Superman too. That's another character. Oh, they think people... he should be a Republican or something. Yeah. Right. Everybody puts projects their own views on yeah. who Captain America yeah. should be. Well, Frank Miller did it in the '80s with Superman. With Captain America, where he did a story, and I think it was in a Daredevil issue, where Captain America yeah, shows up to grabs the, the flag and he says, yeah. "I don't, you know, I represent the ideals, the American not dream." Just the flag, yeah. yeah. That was Mark Runewall that did that too. No, but what I'm saying it was yeah. like that was a defining thing, and it basically takes you from what Frank Miller did like in Dark Knight, where Superman's yeah. like a pawn of Ron Reagan. Reagan. Yeah. You know, I always felt like Superman was still going to be his own man. Yeah, true justice. You know, he may not try to screw up stuff. Right. He'll still try to play by the rules, but he's not going to follow and be anybody's toad. No. No, That never never added up either. I was like, why would Superman be like a soldier following the president? Yeah, so I mean, like, a character like Captain America represents the ideals. It's not a concrete thing like, oh, he represents the president or... The present, the military, Congress, yeah. or you know whatever the current goals are. Yeah, he shouldn't necessarily be a symbol of oppression and all these other things. Right, he's a, an ideal for something better. Yeah, the, the American know? dream. The whole. But, it, but yeah. in the last, I mean, in the last couple of years, people have been questioning all that stuff. Yeah, and it's not a bad thing to question it because we were founded. In a way that... By religious uh, oppressed people or something? Well, we were founded yeah. for commerce. Yeah. I mean, the United States... It was a colony established to... Because it was a company. Goods. It was the yeah. Dutch India Company. You know, the Dutch West India Company. Yeah. And then it became a British colony, basically, for yeah. exploiting the natural resources. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The I don't ideal, know. The ideals always... I always think of, like, you know, Benjamin Franklin and the people who wrote yeah. the... Constitution. You know, Constitution. There's an idealism to it that's not a practical thing. It's like, yeah, it reads this way. It didn't always happen this way because right. 
people still have to interpret that, and there's still going to be money involved. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, it's weird <laughs> though because pessimistic. No, because it's weird because I look at the characters. A kid, you read them as just an adventure hero. You know, it's just like, oh, he's a guy that fights the red. Well, he fights right, Nazis. Right. He's just right. beating up bad guys. And then he's. When did it start to change though? Was it always there? And I just never read it. It was on a different level. What? Captain America. Was it always like? Because it was written during Vietnam. And it was written by guys who fought in World War II, yes. like Stan and Jack yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. So, obviously, they weren't coming across as peace hippies and, you know, all that. But <clears throat> I can't speak for Stan. Yeah. But I know that Kirby was very much anti-war. Right. Um, just from conversations. Yeah. You know, you that was a very big thing for him to have yeah. to go through combat and all that stuff. He used to kind of make light of it. But, no, but I'm saying all those characters, though, weren't they? Were they like the John Wayne characters in the no, 60s? They weren't. No, no. Sergeant Fury, none of those guys ever were? I think those guys were But DC's were, all, were. Sergeant Rocks were pretty much yeah, gritty. They existed on a slightly different level. Yeah. Like, in other words, like Sergeant Rock was... Even if you... Re, do you ever read Sergeant Rock? I read Rock? some of them. I never really liked them, but I'd read Sergeant They're Fury's good. because... They were better yeah, yeah. stories. I don't know why. The Sergeant Rock stories yeah. are good, and they would often do stories that were humanitarian. Yeah, yeah. And war being people pitted against each other. I remember would not the, necessarily be enemies if they were seeing each other on a street. When you say Sergeant Rock to me, I remember two covers. One, there's a bunch of little kids yeah. on the cover, and it's got to be a Joe Cooper cover, and he's running towards them with his hands out, right. like trying to scoop them yeah, up, yeah, and yeah. a bomb is about to hit or right. something. It's like, you know, yeah. that's Sergeant Rock. He's yeah. like going... Sacrificed yeah. himself the to save some I kids, read, and mean, then the other ones would be the Billy Tucci. Yeah. Uh, well, the ones I know. read in the like the seventies were, you know, clearly reflected a kind of humanitarian. Yeah. And it wasn't pro-war. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, I think that's the right angle to take to on take a character. On that stuff. So yeah. here's the thing. One what? of the things that I was surprised in, on Twitter, especially on Monday. Or Saturday, Sunday, whatever. After the episode on Friday, where yeah, <clears throat> people were like saying that the John Walker character yeah is not a patriot or he's not a good guy. Okay, and I think, well, he killed some guy oky, in cold blood. But this is a guy who's a soldier, right? Yeah, he follows and orders. The, the I think people who are like immediately kind of labeling him or putting him in a box. Yeah. Like, oh, clearly this is the bad guy. Are missing the tragedy of the character. Because oh, no, the character, he's, well, he's not... Here's the thing. This is a guy who I think is a basically a good guy yeah. who has Flaws. lived a life one yeah. way. Right? I mean, yeah. he kills somebody and it's not good, but he's a soldier. But he did kill so a guy. He's the, one of his guys died, too. So it's kind of like a war. Right, yeah. right. He's like the guy who's the parable for the Steve Rogers that wasn't. Right. Right? Maybe even the Steve Rogers the that Steve would Rogers have been in a, World War II. No, right? he didn't want to kill anybody. But in World War II, yeah. he clearly was killing people. Yeah, he had a gun, which so always what I'm freaked saying me is, out. Right. So, so we're looking at a guy who's not in that same war situation, right. but who fought in the various military actions in Iraq or whatever yeah, they yeah, used. Yeah. For I feel he's a tragic character. Yeah. You know, I don't see him as, oh, that's the villain. Well, he I says that in his trial. He goes, you made me. No, I'm, I'm saying, what you made But I'm me. saying, so, like, a lot of the reactions I'm seeing on Twitter are, like, kind of surprising me because it's like, no, he's not the bad guy. It doesn't mean that no, he's, he's just not a bad person a or that he's a view, conflicted basically. guy. Yeah. I think he's got some depth to him because he does reflect a lot of the kind of dichotomy of, like, 
having a guy trained to be a soldier and then right. putting him in civilian life, it's like this guy's trained for a certain thing. He's yeah. trained to look at people as yeah. enemies. It's a parable to what's going on with the police. Yeah, yeah. You know? But I don't think you, you could say, like, oh, this guy's a bad guy, that guy's... A, you know what I mean? It right, seems right. too easy you know, to... No, they started to off the show where he's on Good Morning America with yeah. the rah, 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 Holmes high school right. band, and he's decorated... Medal of Honor, right, twice right. Medal of Honor, and served in all these battles. So you're like, oh, that's an American hero. Yeah. So suddenly, within a, I don't know how many days it's been since right. maybe like a week or two, right. he goes from being, you know, the Messiah right. to the Antichrist right. because right. now they're like, well, he killed a guy in cold blood. And then she even says to him, uh, the Elaine character, she goes, look, they're not mad at you what you did back there because it's true. They're like, well, you killed a terrorist. No one's right. going to say right. that's a bad thing, but it's right. the way you did it. Maybe because everybody saw it because on everybody had video. Yeah, because the title of the episode was "The Whole World Was Watching." Right, right. It's how you did it. If it was behind, you know, a secret ops mission and no one right. saw them take a gun and blow someone's head off, right? They won't care. But they, the other aspect to this that people aren't, I think, taking into account is that the super soldier. Formula oh, it drives you a little nuts. It's it's just, them a little it enhances nuts. who they were. That's what they yeah. always said. Like, but it's also skull right. That's became why bad and why Steve was good because deep down, right. he was that pure. But there's also good all guy. these right. Th- th- this is not the same formula, right? It's but not. This is the formula they're trying to recreate, which yeah. obviously killed a bunch of people. Yeah. Before, yeah. and it doesn't work for everybody. Right. Right. Well, that's why when they showed the Isaiah character, they tried to take him apart and do. Yeah. Remember, they couldn't figure out why right. it worked on him. Because maybe it's going to come down at the end of the day. It it just depends on the type of person you are to begin with. It's and not, in the movie universe, it's the same thing that is connected to Bruce Banner. Yeah, because so, he was trying to yeah. figure it out too. So I mean, there's like a and that's why the other guy became the Abomination, and right. he became the Hulk because he was deep right. down like a screwed up dude. Right. So I mean, it, it, again, it Emil feels Brodsky. like I feel for the character. And yeah. I think I don't think he's a one note character. I don't think they write him off as the him, villain. I'm just saying. I was looking on, on online, yeah, and everybody's yeah, yeah. just immediately writing them off. Yeah. So. Well, who is the villain on this show? It's really complex, it's actually. It's power broker, and I think it's... it's Sharon Carter. I think it's, it's Sharon yeah. Carter. Yeah. It's Sharon Carter, but whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, that's her name. Oh, Emily Vandekamp? That's her real name. Yeah, but what, what, isn't she just Agent 13? Is yeah, she... they call her Sharon. Oh, okay. Yeah, they said she was Peggy Carter's niece. Right. So, and she's in Magipore. I mean, when we when I first saw her, I said to Rachel, I said, "She's the bad guy." I think she's going to be she's going to be the power broker. Yeah, and I just didn't. I don't know why. There's why a way they some set people her up. talking about that? It might be. Um, it still could be. No, they said it might be Zola. Zola. He's still alive because he was this computer program. I go, why would he? Uh, why would he be running it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> why would he be running? Uh, right. Why would a computer program care about running the world unless it's yeah, still yeah. Hydra or something? I don't yeah. know. I don't think they only have one episode to wrap it up, which I'm surprised it's yeah. only six episodes yeah. because that's it. You got yeah. 55 minutes on Friday. And yeah. We're Is done. it going to be 55 that's, minutes? Are we yeah. Not going to be a longer version? Longer? Maybe. I don't, well, the last WandaVision was a little longer. Yeah. But I don't know. It was really well done because you got to think about it. When you, I think of the CW shows, they're nothing like It's like those are like Saturday morning cartoon shows. and yeah. These are like little movies. But this you know, is like a three-hour movie. To me, the difference is the CW shows are... It's like building a monthly comic versus building a miniseries. Yeah. Okay, a monthly comic is meant to go for as long as it sells. Yeah. Whereas a miniseries a has a specific... Yeah, here's yeah. our story. Falcon and Winter Soldier is clearly... Here's Six the story we want to do. Yeah. And we want to come out of it at the end with maybe a new Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but... 
um, that's what somebody said to me. They said the Marvel movies are like annuals, and the Marvel TV shows are like the floppies, the the monthly series or something like that. Like, but they you know, so they could tell more been, of a story. This will be two oh, of them, two. and there's no indication that there's going to be season twos of no, any of them. No, no, no. But I was so thinking, they could be just the means to an end. In well, other they words, could be setting up the West Coast Avengers, which no one noticed but me. I was like, you have a White Vision. Yeah. You're going to have the U.S. Agent. Right. And then the next one's going to well, be Scarlet Loki. Scarlet Witch was part of the West Coast, wasn't she? Uh, for when a Byrne little bit. Was doing yeah. It. yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. They're just, or, they're, or they have the Young Avengers because yeah. Isaiah Bradley's grandson becomes right. the Patriot. Right. They already introduced uh, Hawkeye's kids. Yeah, yeah. They got Kate Bishop coming up. Yeah. They already uh, wanted envisions two kids. Right. And then did they do the Hulk kid? Was it Amadeus no. show? They didn't do that. His mother was in. But maybe in She-Hulk. No, his mother was I'm in. What call? She-Hulk's coming up. Too. No, but Doctor Cho was the woman in Age of Ultron. Oh, was it? Yeah, her name was Dr. Cho. Okay. And I'm assuming her son was on yeah. a day, so he yeah, becomes yeah. the totally awesome Hulk or something. Well, so right they now. could do the Young Avengers. Less money. Yeah. But again, it's like the Marvel stuff maybe means to an end. I remember reading, like, after Winter Soldier, after the Falcon and Winter Soldier started, yeah. there was an interview with Anthony Mackie, yeah. who plays the Falcon. Right. And he was saying that he had this big meeting with Marvel after the, you know, yeah, yeah. Avengers came out. Yeah. And he's thinking like, oh, well, this is going to be it. They're going to offer me the next Captain America movie. Yeah. And he and said he goes in there and they're like, okay, we have this idea. For a TV show. And he's like, do I want to do TV? I've been well, doing not movies. really. But anyways. He, he does a lot of movies. I'll tell you that. He's got a new one on Netflix right now. No, he's been around a while. He was yeah, in, uh, was he was in uh, The Hurt Locker. With, but he was, uh, he was also in the... Matt Damon uh, Adjustment Bureau, which surprised me. That was a couple of years ago. That was the really? Philip K. Dick thing. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's in the he's the guy who kind of helps Matt Damon's character. No, I remember Mackie from being in Hurt Locker, which has got to be 10, 12 years, maybe yeah. longer. He's got to be in at least early forties, right? Yeah. So, but anyways, he goes into this Actually, meeting Hurt thinking Locker's like early two thousand. He gets this. I he, he gets he thinks he's going to get offered this, and they offer him something else, and yeah. it's like, well, I don't know, but. In a way, it makes sense because this is filling in. So by the yeah. time, whatever they use the Falcon in next, yeah, or you'll have this nice America, backstory. Yeah. He's a new character. Yeah. So in other words, you're taking the stuff that would be maybe wouldn't fit in a movie. Yeah. And doing it as, over six episodes. Development. Well, no, now you got the Scarlet Witch as and you the got real Scarlet US Witch. US agent coming yeah, out US of this. Agent maybe vision. you got yeah. you got uh, Photon. Was the other oh, that's Marvel. right. That's right. Monica Rambeau. Um, yeah, I forgot that. So I mean, it's a it's an interesting way to do like the character development stuff that maybe you don't have time. Oh, for. Oh, and Baron Zemo. We didn't talk about that because at the end of it, they threw a real quick throwaway line. They go, "Oh, we're going to bring him back to the raft, which is run by General Thunderbolt Ross." Right. And in the comics, there's the Thunderbolts, which General oh, Ross right, headed right. up, and Baron right. Zemo played right. Citizen V. V. And that was. He was yeah, the head yeah. of it, so yeah, maybe, maybe they have a, a maybe that's series just to make fans talk about it. Oh, that's why I caught it as soon as they said oh, you're going to the raft. Oh, so wait, the, the, the why didn't Baron Zemo? The Wakandans said they were going to take him when they captured him from Bucky. They were walking away. She goes, "We're going to return him to the raft." Oh, I go, okay. oh. I, didn't hear, I didn't get that. No, I caught, there, yeah. as soon as I heard that, I'm thinking, "Oh, Thunderbolt Ross." Yeah. And now that the movies are out of sequence because of COVID, right? Elaine, not Julia Louis Dreyfus, right, was supposed Contessa. to be introduced in 
Black Widow. Oh, uh, so that's that makes sense. Yeah, but remember there was like a whole thing like when they were holding up these movies. I was like, something's not right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be Black Widow, then Winter Soldier, yeah, yeah. And then, then WandaVision. WandaVision yeah. But now that everything got mixed up, they yeah. had to reverse the order. So when you see Black Widow in July, yeah. you're going to see Julie Louis Dreyfus yeah. in there. So now the, the reveals that are going to be is a big deal. Like, oh look, there's somebody for the movie. Which I'm thinking, the, uh, William Hurt is in the trailer for as General Scarlet Ross for, for, for Black for Widow. Black Widow, yeah. So, but they look like they de-aged him. Like yeah, it was like yeah. a younger version. Well, because it's supposed to take place during what? Civil War. Yeah, they said right after Captain well, he had America, a heart attack. Civil War. He says that. But they, yeah. they're basically trying to de-age him to where he was in Iron Man. Oh, one the first one too. No, that was a. Yeah, it was an Iron Man that had the. No, 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 it was the end of the Hulk. That was the end of the Hulk. Okay, yeah, yeah. Nick Fury shows up at the end of Iron Man. Yeah, well, which was over 12 years ago. Yeah, so, yeah, it makes... I don't know, it's just interesting how they have all these places. See, I'm lost on the CW right now. Before, it used to be a tighter continuity between, oh, the Flash is going to meet Supergirl, right. and they're going to meet Arab. Now it's right. so spread out. I have, I know Legends comes back in a week or so, oh, yeah. which is just out there. That yeah. shows. But remember when Legends started, they had Rip, Rip Hunter? Yeah. And he was tied to, like... Well, he was tied to the... He was the original time travel time guy. Time travel, yeah, yeah. and they had Vandal Savage on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then it just went out the window. Yeah. You know? I don't know what they have any trying to do. Well, you said that one guy had left it, Le- Legends of Tomorrow. The oh, uh, Superman, right? No, the, the dude who uh, was part Heat Wave. Heat Wave? Oh, uh, he lives in Connecticut. Uh, the guy from The Flash. Uh, he was in prison. Of break, w. Prison Break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he just had like a big statement about like he was leaving the show and that it was didn't sound good. When... I don't know. I can't think of his name right now, but... Dominic Purcell, Dominic no, Purcell or something. Dominic something. Oh, Dominic's leaving? Yeah. I thought you meant the other... Wood, no, uh, no, Miller. No. Uh, Wentworth. Wentworth no, Miller. No, no, Dominic Purcell. Oh, he's off the show now? Yeah, he had like some... This last week, he made oh, no. some kind of statement saying, I'm that. going, and he was... It was like a not a good leaving. Oh, I gotta go check that out. He's yeah, actually yeah. one of the funnier people on that show. He's a good actor. I mean, again... You know, oh, wow, Dominic Purcell's off that show Yeah, now? I think it was Monday, I think Monday I there's saw it on Twitter. There's not many people, I mean, other than Katie Lotz, I don't think there's anybody left from the original cast. Yeah, Originally yeah. it was Firestorm was on right. it. They got rid of him. Right. Uh, well, and now isn't also oh, Brandon they got rid Routh of, is not on it? No, he's not on it. And then, um, what's the professor's name that played Jesus Christ Superstar? Right, no, I know who you're talking about, but Professor Stein. Yeah, he's he long was, gone. Yeah. He's the... Uh, actor yeah. from Alias yeah. that I can't think of right now he was also the, the guy that designed the boat Titanic very famous actor we both draw yeah, no, you I know he's got the gray hair your buddy your buddy he's my friend my best buddy yeah, yeah. no but that's a show that's just out there though. and um, the Flash has been I think the Flash has been fun it's gotten better this season's yeah, been yeah. fun yeah. I have to say that I don't want to say negative stuff but I'm not I really don't care for Supergirl I, 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 I haven't watched seasons, it in a long time. And I watched a couple of this. I love the new Superman show. We talked about yeah, that. Superman good. and Lois is good. Flash, I'll watch. I didn't even release Supergirl still on. Black Lightning's been kind of weird. I haven't watched it this season. Yeah. I know it's recording because I keep seeing it on my DVR. And, uh, the, the, oh, and Star, Stargirl. Stargirl was a fun show. Yeah, and it comes back in the summer. Which was with Owen Wilson, or Luke Wilson. Luke and Wilson, Owen Wilson's right. going to be on Loki. Yeah, yeah. You see the trailer for that? 
Yeah, with the TVA, which was the... Uh, I haven't seen it. I heard it, that they Walt Simonson thing. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, he came up with that Time Bureau. Oh, right. That kind of, like, interjects when something goes amiss, like they come at the correct time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, did that's the that? Was that in the uh, Avengers when he did it? That or? was in the Fantastic Four when he did. Oh, and, yeah. then he, and then Grunewald took it and ran with it. Well, Walt, wait, Walt wrote the Avengers for a short period. He did, and he had the King thing, the yeah. Council of Kings. Yeah, that's yes, yeah, right, right. The War that's of the Kings. That's interesting that they're doing that because that King is supposed to be in the Ant Man movie. Yes, yeah, the uh, Quantum Mania. I just read that the Doctor Strange movie was wrapping filming. Yeah, it is. It's which is kind of crazy because no, it comes again, out next March because of COVID. You lose track of this stuff. Oh, I like know. Like there, there's not maybe as much publicity. They're going to take an advantage of the closed sets to not have as many leaks. You know, perfect timing to for get it. You're not going to have some guy with a cell phone show up and take. Like, what that. are you doing here? They got through yeah. a whole movie with virtually. They got through three of them. No Spider-Man wrapped. Yeah. No, not many leaks from that set. Shang Chi is done. Well, that was done before. And that's coming out in September. Yeah, they moved it to September. So is that before Eternals? Yeah, Eternals is November. They didn't move huh. the date. Marvel's got four movies this year. Because yeah. Spider Man's at Christmas. So I think Spider-Man they're going to Spider Man was originally supposed to be summer, right? It was, but they had to push everything back. Okay. And Black Widow was supposed to be May, yeah. and now that's July 9th, July. which is good because that's my birthday movie. I always go to a movie on my birthday, but um. What else I was going to say about Falcon Winter Soldier? No, it's just a good show. It's different from WandaVision. I did, uh, the Rocky montage cracked me up. Like, he's, like, training, and he's running with the, with shield, the shield and there, practicing yeah. with it. And, like, that thing still weighs a lot, no matter how much you do. I always think Bucky and Cap could throw it because they had super, super soldiers. Strength, in, yeah, yeah. But Falcon, at the end of the day, is an ordinary guy. Yeah, yeah. So. No, that was fun. I, I was going to say, if you wanted to steer back to comics, I have an interesting... What? Um... I've been, last year I've been very good about reading the stuff that I bought at the comics for yeah, every week. Yeah, mine unfortunately stacks so out. So I've, I've been getting through the stacks break efficiently. Yeah. And at one point, based on a low, I guess a slow week, yeah. I wound up digging into the box of stuff that I hadn't read. Yeah. And I had like 27 issues of the, ter- the Terrifics. Yeah, from DC. that's gone now. But that was a good series. And I read it over maybe two or three days, three or four days. And I really liked it. I read the first couple, and I liked Evan Shaner, and I Evan liked Shane, the yeah. um, Jeff Lemire's stories were yep. good. And I say Jeff Lemire. Was whatever, Lemire? I don't know. Oh, okay. But I liked it, and then it, it shifts at a certain point, like around... around issue 16 or 17. Well, it shifts, and then um, Gene Luen Yang yeah. takes over, and he does this story with... It was the year of the villain. I know this yeah, is all like yeah, that. Yeah. He does like a bizarro story that made my head hurt. Really? But it's really good. Yeah. It just, it's like, you, it was a whole issue of nothing but bizarro speak. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, I'm getting a headache. It was really, yeah, 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 yeah. But then you get to the next one and it's like half bizarro, half Yeah, I know. I, I have that one. I remember But it was cover. a very, uh, yeah. the, the storyline was really clever yeah. and it was really well done. Yeah. But I was kind of surprised that DC used the Tom Strong stuff as much as they did in there and then had no there was no legal liability oh, for them to, to credit oh. Alan Moore and Chris Sprouse as the creators I just found that weird oh, oh well speaking of credits this all ties in together um, Ed Brubaker was on the Kevin Smith show last week and for three hours he talked about it started off fine you know Ed Brubaker was talking about you know what he's been working on and 
how he came up with the Winter Soldier and the whole thing about it. it's really Joe Simon, Jack yeah. Kirby's Bucky. Yeah. And as a kid, Bucky was his favorite character growing up, and he was an Air Force brat, Brubaker right. was. So he would live on military bases down in Guantanamo and Gitmo right. or Gitmo. And he started reading comics. And then when he was a kid, he had Captain America 100, but he would go to comic uh, conventions looking for Captain America 99. He's like, where is this? Oh. And somebody finally <laughs> told him, that he, he goes, look, kid, there is no Captain America 99. It started from Tales of Suspense. Right. And that's when he read all the backstories. So he said he was always like, that was his favorite character. And when he came in... Uh, uh, Bendis got him the job. He said, oh, why don't you come and work at Marvel? Because he was working at DC doing the right. Gotham Central. Right. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, what do you want to do? Pitch an idea. And uh, Revor was there, and I think it was a lot, uh, Alec, Axel Alonzo. And he said, oh, give us a story idea. So he pitched him bringing back Bucky. They said, we just talked about how this could work, so what's your right. idea? And he came up with the whole Winter Soldier. And they're yeah, like, yeah. hey, that sounds good. So that's how Bucky came back. And then Kevin Smith said, have you watched the new right. Falcon? He goes, no, I haven't. He goes, but I should because it's kind of like, you know, your proud parent. But then he went in for two hours about how he doesn't get paid. Right. He got more money. Because I didn't realize he had a cameo in yeah, Winter yeah. Soldier until yeah. now they show it. He's in the torture scene with Bucky. Right. And he just said, oh, you know, it was worth for hire. I didn't create the character, so I only get so much right, equity. Right. And on and on and on and on. But it just went on for a couple hours. And now I'm going to... St- and I don't want to be a jerk, because you'll, you'll say, well, screw you, Mitch. But for all the success that you have, if you create a Deadpool or if you right. create a Winter Soldier and they make a big budget movie right. and millions of see it, and then you go, well, that guy should be compensated. But at the same token... I know it's all work for hire. You're hired by a corporation. Yeah. You don't own the characters. Right. But what have both? You can't have your cake and eat it too. In other words, like if someone you're you're creating something in the course of doing a comic, that character happens as part of that story. But listen, you're so you're uh, getting you're a page no, rate. You're no, listen an, to me. no, no, no. Wait, wait. You're an adult. Yeah. You're uh, you, you don't have any mental issues. You know what's going on. You can read a contract. Right. You know going in. What's the what the rules are? Yeah. So you can't sit there and cry afterwards about it and say, "Well, wait a well, minute, I knew that." Why don't you go do your own independent stories? Because and you that's know what why? he's done since. He's done since, but they're not right. going to sell millions of dollars or millions of copies because they don't have the mass distribution or the right. eighty years of legacy. Well, look, here's the thing, though. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes I sit there and I agree with him. You should get some conversation, but you knew going in. What the score was. Yeah, but was. your argument only works if they did a movie of your character and the movie flopped. No. What, if about, you do the, a comic, what about characters they never make movies out of? But if you're doing a comic, a comic is going to make a profit. There's no way it's not profitable. In other words, that comic is reprinted. A comic book. Okay. So, so it's different if someone like, okay, they make a Howard the Duck movie. Yeah. They're not going to charge Steve Gerber for the budget of the movie because he has nothing to do with the movie. Right. He's working but on the comic book. if you're a writer... Yes. A comic writer versus Stephen King or somebody who's writing a book series. Yeah. You should still get a credit up front because it's based on your character. No, I'm not talking about credit. I'm talking about money. I'm I understand about compensation. that. compensation. The problem is, just like guys... I mean, think about... There's people who've done Star Trek novels. Yes. Yeah. Or Star Wars novels. Yeah. And maybe that character pops up in a movie and there's an issue of, okay, well, here's your... Your deal was work for hire. Right. The... the, the the gray area comes in this way. What? In the 80s, DC started a program to try to get people from Marvel, right? Okay. First, they started offering royalties. DC offered them before Marvel. They had royalties less, on the book sales royalties or Royalties on comic sales plus equity in characters. 
So okay. A character equity would be you create a character, you you know, you DC acknowledges this is a new character. If that character is licensed, meaning for they make a trading card, they make a T-shirt, they make a board figure, game yeah. or an action figure or a movie or TV appearance. You would get a check. You would get a check based on that. So whatever a production company would pay you to use Bibbo. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> as an example. example. Right. They're going to use Bibbo. There's a Bibbo t-shirt, Bibbo beer. Gonna You're going to get a check. A percentage. You're supposed to. You're supposed to. Right. Okay. That's a legal contract. That's Marvel, a licensing thing. Marvel never had those legal contracts like that until possibly maybe Bendis, maybe people like that have it during that. I don't know what the era was like in the 2000. Eventually, did they get that? I don't think so, but oh, I don't okay. know. So, Epting, Steve Epting drew that. Yes, he did. And, and Brubaker, maybe they get some kind of small equity. But maybe not. No, I don't think they do, according because to this interview. Marvel always worked differently in that way. But now they're Disney, though. Marvel's no, I know. Not, Marvel's not Marvel anymore. So it's a big corporation. You can understand the social justice aspect of it or the indignation of a creator going, here's something that made millions of dollars right. or whatever, right? right? And I'm not getting part of it. Like if Stephen King created The Winter Soldier, Stephen King has a different setup. Yeah. Yeah, you know, an author is a different contract, different lawyers. Right, but when you're working within a shared universe, it's very different. So DC always covered you. Yeah, but even that's not perfect, right? And I think maybe we talked about that last time. No, only when like Image came around and they were creator owned. So you had your Kirkmans and your McFarlands. They own Spawn. They own Brigade or whatever the character, you know, Liefeld and stuff. That's different. You own it. You can go to town. You can go make a dead. Well, not dead. You can make a Spawn movie. You keep every cent because that's your baby. But an example... But what about Capullo, who worked for McFarlane, if he came up with a character during the Spawn book, and they use it in the movies, he'd get a different... Yeah, but Todd, uh, again, Todd, means Todd's Todd had story. a big, famous legal action against, or with Neil Gaiman, who created oh, Angela. Oh, Angela, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then said, oh, no. And so it was like a... It, that was really a shitty thing, because yeah. here we're creator-owned, except in your case... I'm yeah. not going to give you any anything for your character. Well, that was a one-off. I mean, that's not... But I'm just saying, that's yeah. like the, you know, pot calling the kettle black. No, but at what thing. point... I mean, how much money is enough money? I mean, there's also screenwriters. Some money is some... Screenwriters made that here's character the thing, the For movie, the guy yeah. to say, I'm doing a scene in this movie, I'm getting more in residuals because yeah. he probably is part of the Actors Guild and he, he has he a had speaking a, part. Uh, yeah, sad card. So, for that to compare is kind of bad because... Well, that's a different no, contract. But though. that story, but that movie doesn't exist without him. Winter Soldier doesn't exist without their contribution. Yeah. And they gave him something. Winter Soldier but made not, a billion. But how much is enough? But if you made a billion bucks. Yeah, but are, okay. You are gave you, somebody, what, $3,000? Yeah, but they came up with the character in the comics, and then the screenwriters, uh, McNeely and the other but guy, I can't think of. They're covered the, because they're part of a, a guild or whatever, right? They're covered. They're going to get. Yeah, they have the WGA. The comic guy doesn't get anything. That's not fair. A thousand, a couple thousand dollars on a movie that makes a billion dollars. It's only a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. DC under the other formula. DC's formula used to be if they license a character for a movie, Mm. didn't matter if that character was in one scene or five or the whole movie. Right. You shared this equity. So, like for Professor Hamilton. Yeah, you got a steal. I got like thirty-five grand, right, for that movie. Right, Marv Wolfman got thirty-five grand. Right, on the Marvel stuff, 
that was much more than what Starling got for Thanos. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's the the point where they're saying he made more for Man of Steel or for Superman oh yeah for the uh, KG Beast yeah because of KG yeah. Beast he was sharing that probably with Jim Apero or whoever co-created. I think it was so. Yeah. That's thirty five grand for that versus Marvel building a movie. A whole movie series with a villain yeah. that he's not making thirty-five grand. Here's how Disney lawyers work. That's the past. Going forward, they might have new contracts saying if you work for Marvel today, okay, but, and you come up with a character but even tomorrow, acknowledging that, and they make a movie, then you get a fair? cut. It doesn't Dude, seem the fair. law is not fair. No, but I'm just saying. So That's now, a, now you're looking at it with so a child's the, point of view. But now. Fair, it doesn't exist in the no, legal no, world. No, no, but I'm saying they would say what Siegel and Schuster sign? signed their rights away. Correct, on the back of that check. Is it fair that they didn't get anything? Life's not fair, Jerry. I know, but it, there's a there's something. Oh, called, now you're dealing with morals. That's I'm saying not, there's a there's a thing called making up amends, for bad, yes, making amends, right? Yes. And again, here. But again, no one has to think do of that, how many though. times death of Superman has been done. In media, we don't get much for that. We get for the creation of Doomsday, but not for the story. Yeah, but at what point but does someone say is all those animators at Disney that drew all those beautiful resonates. cartoons? Yeah, they probably got a flat rate. Whether Definitely. that cartoon was the Fox and the Hound that didn't make too much money, or Pinocchio, which made money for seventy years, totally right. They got but, this because they knew what they were okay, getting. But is that into. right? The guys that made Star Wars, they made a great special effects. It becomes an I, you know, iconic movie. Right. The guy that made Battle Beyond the Stars, that made two dollars and it bombed. It was their job. But 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 that's the guy to me that that's those? different because they didn't write those characters. No, I'm saying you when some of these guys, I think if, if it's you, a successful if you're at the movie, level, somebody's got their hand out. The Green Lantern movie bombed. Yeah, I don't see everybody going. Well, where's my check? Well, they probably people did get checks. Yeah, you know. But what if that Marvel made a bad movie? What if Shang Chi bombs? That has nothing to do with licensing or whatever. Well, what if there's a character in that movie? There's going to be a guy called Razor Fist. I don't know who Razor Fist was yeah. written by. Maybe it was Starla, maybe it was Englehart, whoever yeah. wrote this book. If they was, do you think they're going to get a big paycheck? If the, if the character's No, because we're just discussing that Marvel wasn't geared and wired no, for No, but that. What, what... I mean, as much if, as I love Marvel, Marvel screwed Jack Kirby, they screwed G. Steve Ditko, they screwed a lot of people. Yeah. Stan Lee came out of it okay because Stan Lee was the editor and he was management. Yeah. So so Marvel's built on that? Yeah, but I, I used to work for an ad agency. I would do these beautiful ads for these products. The company would make tons of sales. I yeah, still got my normal paycheck. Nobody's re- reprinting those ads now. That's what I'm saying. This stuff is all stuff that has long-term yeah. value as opposed to, oh, it came out and it was gone in a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's reprinted five years later. It's reprinted ten years later. It's in a movie. It's whatever. So in your mind, what would make it right for this guy? For Ed Brubaker, what would it be? Well, I think they should give them a But percentage. he says if it wasn't for those shows, if it wasn't for writing Winter Soldier, yeah. he wouldn't have his criminal book now. Yeah, he he wouldn't have Pulp and all that stuff now because he built a fan base over yeah. the years, long before the movies. No, no, that's People all, started reading that's, his stuff and said, well, like, I like okay, this well, guy. We're, you know, when yeah. you do this for free because we're going to give you exposure. No, 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 but he's it's saying like that. he got, you know, bigger uh, yeah. readership. I'm going to need to take Okay, a- go ahead. Now back to the regular scheduled program. <laughs> so what was your Here's thought? what I was going to say. What? When did Falcon and Winter Soldier, or I mean, when did the Winter Soldier storyline happen? It was like uh, 2008. Was it that late? Yeah. Okay. 2005. So maybe. I will concede to you and I will give you this. What? That by 2008, they should have asked for equity in That's that That's what character. I'm saying because they were already making movies by then. But equity already existed. Equity existed in the 80s. And? So that would be 
my only thing. And I would still say they deserve something more. Yeah. But equity is... DC started giving it in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Why Marvel never followed suit? Maybe Marvel did follow suit. Marvel I don't know. Bankrupt no, but I'm saying, like, yeah. if you worked at DC and you got equity for Wait, some Wait, I know why. When did Warner's... Oh, no, Warner's owned... DC in the 80s. I was going to say maybe that's when it was still part of Warner's. Yeah, but maybe they knew because they had that whole movie connection. It's only gotten worse since DC was folded into Warner Brothers. Oh, really? When they moved to California. Oh, because they have an experience with entertainment industry, so maybe that's how they knew how contracts work with TV and movies. Jeanette Jeanette was was more forward-thinking and trying to get people deals. That was one assumption. So, So that's a point. The point is during the 80s, we kind of... A lot of people... We tried to fight for stuff while we had some... I mean, while I had any kind of pull that I had, I tried to fight for stuff to get better. Yeah. It feels kind of like that comic industry of being, oh, we're in the, in the toilet, things aren't going to keep going, comics are going to go out of business. Yeah. It feels like that narrative maybe helped drive down the ability of people to fight for or to get anything outside of a page rate, or if they got something, they would get a bonus. Why do you think there was... I always look at the 80s as a golden age of comics, maybe because I grew up reading them. Yeah. People always think the books they're reading when they're a certain age are the best ones ever yeah. written. But I actually think, looking back at 80 years of comics yeah. or whatever it was, that that period from the late 70s to the mid-80s was actually one of the best ever because you had so many different types of stories, yeah. but you had your Simons, you had your yeah, yeah. Burns, you had yeah, your yeah. Millers and stuff. There was more. You had all these guys. You were in there too. But yeah. all like, why was there suddenly a surge of great talent all Be- over the place? I think every every book had a good every story. generation. There's a group of creators that are trying to prove themselves. Yeah, and I think that happened at Marvel. It was like it fostered. Think about the the guys that jumped out of that. Was also it was all people like Simonson writing comics, yeah, and drawing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Miller, he drew yeah. stuff with John, other writers yeah. for years before that. Right. But he's finally getting to do his own stories. Yeah. And gee, here's all the ideas. Well, I always think Byrne and Claremont's X Men are the best run. And when John leaves the book, they never hit that height again because I think John Byrne was working with Claremont yeah. to come up with good stories. Yeah. The two of them. And that, I mean, I think the X Men was still interesting. And yeah, well but it done. wasn't as good as it was with those two. But Miller writing his own stories. But he also Byrne writing his own O'Neal stories too. Yeah, but I'm yeah. saying like the fact that these guys had the ability; they're finally given the opportunity to write right, and right, draw. Right. And they're fans too. They're also gonna. They're feeling the pressure. They're throwing it all against the wall. I don't think the guys in the '60s were fans. I don't think you're. You're. I don't think you would writers do, or, or you would do comics unless you liked comics. I think it was. But those guys I think they couldn't get ad agency jobs. I don't think probably of that. wanted like, to make you know, more money. Like we're moving towards well, comics because it was different. In your words, own boss, in a way. The other thing that people don't think about is like what John Buscema did it too. Yeah. Is either if in in comics you're kind of freelance, you can right. work at home. Right. Right. Yeah. Added, Those you guys, work in an office, they had to work in an I office. They'd is. have to commute. Yes. In, in, in wear Buscema, shirt tie. Remember, Buscema had the example of losing basically two and a half hours a day Trap commuting community. back and yeah. forth to New York. Yeah, you're working for a company. You're getting benefits technically. Yeah, but um, you're not in control. And for right. like two and a half hours a day, you could be drawn. It could be. You know. But what I was going to say is, once the like the DC stuff that I think has really taken hold on the TV shows and in the movies is all 80s stuff that, it is. that came about a lot of it came about from character equity and the idea that 
it's like, okay, we don't want to reuse Lex Luthor. We don't want to reuse every villain that's already been. We want everything. new villains. Yeah. When I was on Superman, that was a big thing. It was like, we want to come up with new villains. We don't want the same villains. We want new villains. So, Well, wasn't that also kind of a fear, like copyrights, too? They're like, we don't want to keep using these old characters because we're going to have to pay somebody? I think somebody they like or? they needed the new villains to keep the stuff interesting, and they were always trying to engage the fans, comic fans. You know, Was it sales-driven, too? Yeah. Like, were sales sluggish? Or? Yeah, but they also wanted new stuff because they felt like, okay, the... Superman's 40 years old at the time. Yeah, 50. It's going to be 50. Right, but I'm saying, like, there's a character right. who's been around a long time. We can't replace him, but the villains don't need to be 50 years old. Right, right. So the idea was, that it was actually a drive that I remember them saying. It's like, we want new villains. Reinvented. So by giving you equity and saying, here's, you're going to get 10% of licensing from these characters, that there's the an incentive. To make more incentive to say okay if I'm holding back I have this great idea for a villain but I don't want to give it away you give it away for the idea of having some part of it you know I'm just saying I just I've never seen such a golden age of storytelling since then and then I'd say maybe the 2000s it came back again a little bit with some better stories you have to understand but there are some stunt casts think about you as a reader yeah in the like the seventies, they were just stories. The nineties is a crazy time. Eight, oh, late eighties, okay, all of the eighties. Because I yeah. started in nineteen eighty, summer yeah. of eighty. Comics were dead. Comics right. aren't going to be around for another couple of years. They're is that what be, they used to say? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, oh, I didn't know that as a kid. They, I would just read them. Yeah. They clearly were going to die because really? number one, they were only newsstand. Yep. The direct sales market saved comics. Yeah. Because newsstand was d- diminishing like a lot. Yeah. Printing was terrible because yep. they were all printed as cheaply as possible because yep. the profit margin was so low. Yep. So you had this new wave of new printing, yeah. different processes, full color, you know, uh, special specialty books. Yeah, Dark yeah, the Knight, Prestige, the, board, the, Camelot, the bindings on them, yeah, the square backs. I mean, yeah. all that stuff is a, a kind of a way to in kind of, I'll have another one. He's is, to get, is to get the audience, you know, yeah. get the yeah, audience interested, <laughs> um, and keep the audience interested. So, but, right. but character equity was a big part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, given that yeah. was okay. I don't know if this is going to be. I don't. In 1984, yeah, 83. I'm working on All Star Squadron. Yeah. Roy and I come up with uh, here's a character called Deadbolt, yeah. or Deathbolt or something. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. well, Deathbolt has his own entry in the Who's Who, right? Yeah. And Deathbolt showed up on The Flash or one of those oh, shows. Oh, yes? Yeah, it's the Green, Green Arrow or The Flash or something. Maybe. So, Did you get a in, check? Probably 40 bucks. Probably paying for this pizza right now. But um, the point is, it's like you never thought, okay, this thing is going to be on a TV show. You right. just did it and it was like, hey, it's nice that I have a piece yeah. of this. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not going to see a T-shirt with a villain on it. You know what I mean? There, that, that, that part of it was, was not like a thing. Right. But uh, but look at Jurgens. Jurgens creates Booster Gold, yep. and he kind of did Booster Gold because his work had dried up. Oh, really? You know, and he was doing Teen Titans and uh, Legion of Superheroes for like two books for a year, and then yeah. suddenly he doesn't have any work, so he created his own job. And Booster Gold certainly is one of those, I think, a, a big creation of the yeah. '80s. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, Still got and a it's big been enduring yeah. because being a time travel character, he's yeah. tied in. You know, to all the crossovers and things yeah. like that. 
but he gets equity. He has equity in Booster Gold, so that's yep. great. Yep. You know, a lot of characters that they gave equity in never appeared again. I know. That's life. Where's Ambush Bug when you need him? He's in Superman. He's a backup in the Superman. What? Yeah, the new Superman's coming out. Booster. Oh, the comic. I yeah, yeah. I mean, the movie. I'm no, like, no, what, the what new, are you talking about? The There's a movie about Ambush Bug? Ambush Bug's in the backup. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. The one that's on the stand now? Yeah. Huh. I just read the one from last week. He's, oh. he's in the backup. Yeah. It's probably my stack of books I haven't read yet. That Superman's good, though, too. I was actually, um, I think, maybe three or two. The Bendis one? No. The three issues oh, into the, the Philip James... Kennedy Smith or whatever. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And, and Phil Hester. No, it's actually I, good. It was one of these things, like, I listened to, uh, going back to the whole Brimbecker thing, I was listening to, the, I listened to the Kevin Smith podcast every week. It's like always three hours, two hours, so it's good to listen to when I'm walking the dog forever. And uh, he just went on. It was almost like a monologue. Yeah. They didn't even, if you hear it, he just goes on for two solid hours. Yeah. About what he, you know, the, the whole thing and the love hate relationship yeah. he has with it and the character. And well, but when they went to the screening, yeah. they said this there's the big premiere with all the actors and directors, and then they have the side premiere, right, which is right. all the writers right. and the comic book people. Right. They're not in the same building, even. Right. It's right. like you're treated as second class citizens. You're at the like, kids' table. You're, yeah, you're at the kids' right. table. Right. You're not going to sit with Robert Redford. No, you're going to you. sit, sit over in the corner, man. But it, I, I, I mean, I don't know. Every, but see, everybody but wants credit can for you something. you see how that would get to you? Hey, look, man. You can see I how do, that would annoy you. I do a comic book convention where I'll tell you who does all the work. Me. And you know why I say that? Because I'm the guy who does all the right. work. I do the website, the posters, the things, the printing, the yeah. booking the guests, all that. But when it comes out for that show, suddenly a lot of people come out of the woodwork and suddenly start taking claim for stuff. Right. Like, hey, that's my show. Look what we're doing with our show. And I sit there and go, who's this we and our right, stuff? Right. You're not the one up at four in the morning trying to pay the bills. But let me tell I you. Am. In, but every, but in, what does it say? Success has a thousand fathers. And failure's an orphan because yeah. nobody wants to know something that yeah. bombs. But if it's a success, yeah. everybody's trying to take credit but for here's something. The, this is anyway, the, that's my here's point. Here's the takeaway I got from reading. I didn't hear the podcast. You should hear But I heard about it. And yeah. I, my immediate thought when I was reading, because they said something about how he and Epting were at the secondary yes, screening. Yes, secondary screening. Yeah. And then they were at tuxedos. And they're like, where is everybody? Sebastian Stan got them into the after party. Yeah, they did. They, had, they, they kept texting, um, what's the guy's name? Sebastian Kevin Feige. No, right, they kept right. texting Feige. Right. And he kept saying, you're on the list, you're on the list. Right, and right. the assistant didn't know. So Sebastian Stan saw them with their tuxes on and got them into the party. Yes, that was on that podcast. So here's what I start thinking of. I'm reading that. When you were at that party? I'm thinking, okay, we had the... Batman vs. Superman yeah, was yeah. a New York Radio City Music Hall premiere. I remember. DC invited anybody locally who could come. I guess it was still like if you wanted to fly in, you yeah. have to do it on your own dime. It was a Saturday, a Sunday thing. Yep. We show up. Dan DiDio's got a little da- a dinner for us. Yeah. Uh, totally nice. We walk over to the movie theater. Yep. Movie theater, there's, you know, whole place is yeah. filled. yeah. Um, got a ticket for the after party. Yep. Right. And I'm at the after party. Yeah. Right. And you said it was full. And of I'm people, looking around right? and I'm thinking like, wow, it's really nice that DC included me. I'm thinking, wow, this is really great. This is such a nice day yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then at a certain point, after I'm talking to people who are at this party, You're like, where's uh, I'm like, Henry Cavill? Well, no, I'm talking to like the, these these young ladies, and yeah. they were like, oh, I'm I was assistant to Mike to Michael Shannon, yeah. and Michael Shannon didn't want the tickets, so he gave them to me. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, what about you? I work for this marketing company, and yeah. we 
do this thing, and I ask other. I'm just looking around. You're on the room. B list. I'm looking at a room full of a thousand people. Yes. A very, you know, high priority kind of Hollywood type party in New yeah. York City, yeah. right? Yeah. And I'm. When we we walked in and when we left, people were like, "Hey, you still got your tickets?" They, yeah, you know, they want like, to go with yeah. the lampreys. I call them those little things so, that hang on the shark's yeah, yeah, teeth yeah. and eat the meat that the so, shark. So my yeah. feeling changed over the course of a couple of days after that. Yeah. To to wow, I'm so thrilled and happy that DC involved me in this. To God Reality darn it, it. I yeah. should have been there. Yeah, we all should have been there because that movie exists because of our story. But should the assistant to the assistant to Michael Shannon been there? That's what I'm saying. When you start questioning someone giving you a gift like that, yeah, yeah. and you're very happy for it, and then you start thinking way about of, it, it's not. Like, hey. And it's not like I'm going, "Hey, this these people suck." I'm just saying we should be there. Yeah, you know, we're the basis for this movie universe or whatever. Right. There's no reason we shouldn't be treated. If you're going to treat like they have publicity people, there's people who are comic fan yeah, yeah, press yeah, yeah, yeah. and things like oh, those people yeah. are showing up. Yeah, and it reminded me of Batman '89. Yeah, Batman '89. DC said, "Oh, we're, you know, you're invited to this special screening." Right. The very exclusive screening. It was you're in the middle see of the two day. weeks before yeah. the two weeks before the premiere. Yeah. And I show up at this thing, and I'm looking around, and there's a bunch of fans there. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. that's fine. I spent two and a half months drawing this book. Right, right, This right, is right. my reward. Right. Why are you here? Yeah. And it's because it was not only for a few people like me and Jonathan Peterson, but people who won a radio contest. Oh, and I all know. This. I'm like, remember we went to the Shazam thing? Remember you and I? Here. We went to the yeah. Shazam one? Right. You're there, and it says, Jerry Ordway, and friend or guest. Right, right. I go, oh, I'm the and guest. Or right. when we went to the Superman right. thing. I remember when we were at the Superman Doomsday cartoon? Right. And the guy that did the voice of uh, Eradicator was? Yeah. He was up there. Yeah. And I can't remember who was hosting it. But it was remember Gary, Mir- Gary Miramo. Mir- yeah, yeah. But he was up there with uh, Jerry O'Connell and yeah. Rebecca Romaine and yeah. all the cast. And you and I were sitting in the audience, and I, I don't remember who was it. Gary that said that. Oh, we got a special guest. That yeah. Jerry's out here, yeah. and he's the guy that was working on the death of right, Superman, right. Return of right. Superman. And they all got up. They said, "You should be up here too." And the right. writers were like, "If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't right. be sitting here now." Right. So there was that acknowledgement yeah. to an extent, yeah. but it was like, okay, but again, don't you don't want to take away from. The people that spent two or three years yeah, no, working on the in animation. That situation, it was nice to yeah. be invited. And to they the brought screening. us to the dinner yeah, afterwards, yeah. and we're yeah. sitting there next to the right. uh, Black Lightning actor. I can't yeah, think yeah. of his name. No, um, we, yeah, we were with uh, and the old, other guy from that Better Call Saul. Who's, right. He's like, "You don't know who I am." I go, "Do you know who I am?" He goes, "No." I go, "We're even then." Let's, <laughs> now pass me the bread. So, uh, but no. So the, the, yeah. the point but is, that was fun. Though. But the point is, it's fun to and do Tony that. Tony Todd was it? Yeah, yeah. It's fun to do that, but it's also a situation where you go. Anyways, I brought this up after last week. I was at the end of the Winter Soldier yeah. thing. I said to Rachel, my daughter, I said, flip the screen back to full screen because yeah. they always minimize it's, the it's credits. It's tiny. Yeah, so I wanted to take a picture. I took a picture of the screen credits because yeah. I wanted to see if different people were credited. Yeah. So that got me thinking, you know what? I'm going to post this on Twitter. I'm going to say, hey, aren't we at that point where these credits could be up front? Yeah. Rather than at the very end Dude, after they just the added transportation. Bill Finger like three years ago. But I'm it saying, took 80 years. It's, those credits are always at the end. Yeah. It's after the transportation guys who drove yeah. them to the and from the boy, set. The key and after the, the, yeah. the caterer. Yeah. And after every single, you know, the all the other people. Yeah, 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 you're right before the yeah, end yeah, credits. Yeah, yeah. And it's like yeah. there's a point where, number one, it would be nice to know why is Mark Grunwald 
being credited. And the flag smashers. I know, but I'm saying he will U.S. agent, right? Yeah. John Walker. Yep. But I'm saying, like, there's a point where that seems like that's just words on the. You have a 10-minute right. or 7-minute scroll of credits. Those credits could be either at the beginning of the end credits or at the beginning of the show, depending on the character. Yeah. And they should be attributed. Like, yeah. why is other people? Why, why is this other guy here? Well, he created this. Yeah. But by by just listing them as a special thanks. But do you know why they do that? Because they'll have to pay you. They're not acknowledging no, but the that's, actual that's creation. That's probably the reason why. But I'm saying that's what people live for. If you're not going to get money, at the very least, you get credited. Yeah, but you would have a guy, a lawyer in a room, would go, "Okay, Flag Smashers was on the screen for." 22 minutes out of an hour episode that's tr- you know whatever percentage again is. it doesn't matter but that's probably I'm telling you I don't yeah. know the reason why but yeah. I bet you it has something to do with money and some lawyer saying well that character was on screen for two seconds you get five dollars that character was on screen for 22 minutes you get twenty thousand dollars I'm not even saying about the money I'm saying well there must be some reason why the reason it's that. at the end is because none of us have a legal obligation to be there the company has no legal obligation to list us because there's no contract that says we get credit. Well, DC doesn't list everybody at the end of every CW episode. No, they no. don't. But I'm saying, what I'm saying is that should change because those shows are based on stuff that we did. But a lot of those guys are dead, too. doesn't matter. They don't know anybody ears. Your I mean, dad created yeah. Aquaman. Wouldn't yeah. you like to see your dad's name on the screen acknowledging that creation? I'd like a check in the mail better. I'm just saying, I'm just they, saying. Shouldn't, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be either or. That and a dollar will get the you a fact, cup of coffee. My the, dad would say. But I, the I'm fact just that saying. they're at the very end but, is like okay, that's fine. It's nice. You know why they're it's at the a, very end? Because everybody most else watch, no. Most people watching it, I'm not. Doctor not feelings, They don't care. No, I know. They want to see Falcon and Winter Soldier. They want to see what happens to the characters in the they movie. Understand. They don't care about who made you know whatever twenty years ago. Sherlock Holmes. It's a, you know, Public Arthur Conan Doyle. Doyle yeah. Right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with knowing where that came from. Frankenstein, Dracula, all that stuff. But I'm saying, it's yeah. not, nothing wrong with knowing where that came from. No, there's nothing wrong with it if you care to look. If, if that's listed, for example, as a comic credit, right? And you if go, oh, like, maybe I'll read more of those comics. You might, that might give somebody a reason to buy the comic, Back which then would put yeah. a couple bucks in my yeah. pocket, yeah. you know? I mean, that's all I'm saying is that the fact that you're throwing it as a thanks yeah. is... Basically, like the least amount you could do. Yeah. That's the least effort. you Well, could here's do. one too. I was like, why is Joe McNeely? Man- 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 why was he at the end of Wandavision? And I was like, why? And they said, oh, that's because he created, co-created Jimmy Woo. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was a Storenko character, not realizing it went all the way back to. I thought it was Atlas a Kirby character. character, but it's actually no. It was uh, Manili did the first couple issues of. He was the, the artist and the, man- of the Al Fieldstein or Feldstein. Was the writer on it? What I'm saying he it was Yellow Claw, right? The Yellow yeah. Claw comic. That's Kirby where he came started from. with issue three or something. Yeah, but he didn't do the Jimmy Woo guy. Yeah. So anyway, there was. But I mean, that. it's good. But again, it wouldn't. Have, why should you have to search for? No, it? I was just curious because I knew who Joe was, and I'm like, why is he on this show? The fact yeah. that the movie stuff has never done a good job of prom- cross promoting comics is really hey, shitty. Man, they spelled poor Bob McCloud's name wrong at the end oh, of I New Mutants. So we're sitting here, and I go. I didn't realize Bob's name is spelled with an A. You're like, it's not. not, I go, because I've been writing his name on my credit guest list for years, and I never spelled it that way. But they fixed it on the, uh, the, when it's on now, it's on HBO. If you look, it says Bob McClellan. And I told you about the the Justice League Snyder cut. No. Um, The thing about how... You, you guys are on it. Yeah, I was like, when we were in the theater, it's like, shouldn't you be there for a second? But it's the death of and the the return of. Oh, they missed it. 
They missed it? Yeah. How could they miss it? They've been working on this movie for four years now. They used uh, they whatever credit names. list that was listed from the previous incarnation of it, I guess. Oh, from the last Justice League movie? Yeah. Oh, really? But even there, Come I on. felt like when we're sitting there watching, it's like, okay, the return of Superman, that was him all coming back, guys. it's yeah. still from our story, coming back from yeah. the dead. With the little robots flying around, bringing back the dead body. It's still stuff. part of that, you know? Don't know. But it's again, the, the, the biggest thing is, by not crediting it and by not spe- specifying, yeah. if you're not going to pay... Brubaker yeah. and Epting yeah. or me or whoever yeah, yeah. if you credit the creation there's a link for someone to go hey that was in a comic maybe I'll look it up yeah. um, and, and that also helps in a different way because that also comic makes book shops. well it makes the company go oh if this is going to be in here we better have we better have a collection you know what I mean in other I words, noticed that Marvel pumped out the Scarlet Witch and Vision trades yeah. the other day when we were at the comic shop a little too yeah, late yeah three yeah. well no that book was in print. I think it's Matt's problem. It's a little too late. That book oh, was in okay. print for over a year. Oh, okay. And suddenly they go, oh, we can't keep it on the shelf. So they ordered three copies. Right. I'm like, hey, guys, they advertised the show was coming on for yeah, yeah. a year. Yeah. And that's on you. I but mean, that's your famous synergy. Everybody yeah, talks about yeah. the synergy. Yeah. And, like, and, you know, you could promote something and then something, it's like, oh, here's the book, but it's out of print. Well, there, I actually made a connection with the Thunderbolts this week because the Omnibus comes out tomorrow on Wednesday. And I'm like, why is the Thunderbolts omnibus being shipped tomorrow? Yeah. And then the Falcon Winter Soldier wraps up, and that's yeah. why I was putting together the vault, the the uh, raft and Thunderbolt. And I was like, oh my god, maybe they're going to launch a new well, TV I show. I was, was, oh, that's a coincidence, or? Well, I was emailing with Carlin because yeah. I saw his credit in the. Yeah, and I told you why he was on there. But he said no, it's not for well, Flag Smasher. It's for the Power Broker. Oh, I thought it was because the, he would gro- with Grunewald. No. He did the Power Broker with. When he was doing the thing, he was writing the thing comic with Ron Wilson. Yeah, and he did the wrestling thing, and the power yes, broker yeah, was yeah, a wrestling yeah, yeah, villain. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, he, when he was telling me that, I oh, said, "Oh, I thought it was a Captain America." But here's the funny thing. thing. Yeah. So, not to be like Kevin Bacon, the Seven Degrees of Jerry yeah, 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 yeah. but I was like, "Wait a minute! I think I'm the guy who put the power broker into the U.S. Agent universe by doing that miniseries. miniseries." Yeah, because yeah. he was a thing villain or whatever, yeah. you know. I so thought that's why, because I knew Carlin worked on Captain America for years. I was like, oh, that must be why. Yeah, no, he said it was it was the, and he, he said he hasn't gotten a check or anything, so. Well, I didn't see, Stor- oh, was Storenko's name on yeah, there? It was oh, yeah, because he really contested, contested so, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got to be on there. I don't know. There's a lot of names at the end of that show, though. I mean, when you freeze frame that credit. But again. There's like 15 names on there. If you just thing. see a bunch of names, it means nothing. Well, you know Roy's I mean? name's on there because he created Zemo 2. In that one-shot Captain America yeah. story, but it wasn't until James Demadius fleshed it out. Zach, yeah, they made more of a character where he was the real deal, Baron Zemo. But again, it feels kind of like that. You know, if they helped the viewer, even though, yeah. the, again, it's it sucks that the streaming services shrink the credits down so that they can tell tell you what What's next, next. What to watch next. Yeah, I hate that. Well, they just do that because no one watches the credits. I didn't. I missed there was an after credit scene till the next day. Somebody goes, "You don't watch the after credit." There was an after credit scene on Falcon, so I had to stop everything, go back and watch John Walker making the new shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because usually I fast forward. If I don't see anything, I'm out of here. And I'm okay. out. I don't watch the credits unless I know there's something to watch it. Unless yeah, yeah. my name's on it, I'm not giving a crap. <laughs> Someday, 
Captain Terrificon, created by Mitch Hanley. Hey, that's me. Actually, he was Colonel. Have to sue you. He was Colonel Terrificon. I have to sue you for my share. Wait till your NFTs start dropping. <laughs> that's what. Um, did you see that? Uh, Kevin Smith's doing that today or tomorrow. Oh. He's making a movie, and you can bid on it with the cryptocurrency, right. and you could be the distributor of the movie. And it's like I thought it was funny. Somebody said. Leave it to Kevin Smith to, to come, come up, up with, with that idea after the philosophy. market crashes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a cover for. Oh, I got something for, for you, Geiger, you for the the uh, Jeff Johns, um, Gary Frank image book. I'm doing a, a variant for them. Even well, those uh, back issues and uh, alter egos, they're like what ten dollars each. They're good because they have a lot of articles in them. But it takes you like lots. three hours to read them. If you read them, usually I just yeah. keep them off the side, and when I'm bored, uh, I'm like, "Oh, let me read a new article." Because they're one of those. They're like the bathroom readers. You can take them with you for the new. Months. There's a, a new one, uh, back issue, and it has Infinity Ink. Oh, really? Yeah, I did. Was like that some, the store? Because he has so many back issues. I, I never know the new issue of back issue. I just got it in the mail. I never know what's new. I was going to double check because I'm like, yeah, has yeah. this been here for a while? The yeah. last one I got is the one that had the Captain Sid Shores. Was yeah, that, that was that Alter December, Ego? Junior? You're talking Alter about Alter Ego. Ego? Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about back issue. Yeah. Um, no, those I guys do a good job, though. I mean, it's it's dense, but oh, it's yeah. history that oh, yeah. I'm glad that like if you think about it, they started in late '90s. Yeah. And they've interviewed a lot of people who have since passed away, yep, yep. and they're down. Like we, you and I talked about that a couple of months maybe ago. Was that we were talking about Dave Cockrum? Yeah, we we're talking about yeah. Wolverine credit. Yeah, and I said, "Wow, story I just happen yeah. to have this issue of Alter." Yeah, you of, said, "Oh, uh, it's right here." There's a photo of it, and, right and there's Dave Cockrum's sketches for Wolverine. Yeah, before the 70s. Yeah, yeah. when he was doing sketches for Legion of Superheroes. Yep. No, it was. It's a good magazine if you're into like the history of comic books. That's what to get to. The other so one like you like? Collectors where's that creator one that used to get? Yeah. Oh, John, uh, the, right? The John Cooks. John Cooks, comic book creator. It's, yeah, I haven't seen that in a long that, time. He probably does that more like twice a year. Yeah, those were good. Those were really good. I mean, those guys. Ones. They what? sold more copies at conventions. Yeah, because people aren't doing mail order for that. Right. You know. So well, they do a lot of digital downloads. Yeah. I wonder if that's a popular. And that's, thing. I've got. I, I get like a digital file of all those things, and I oh, put them you? on my iPad when I oh, have really? a chance. Yeah. Do you like reading them on the iPad? They're better on the iPad. Really. Just as far as piling up. Yeah, because that's know? the problem with them. I gave Scott and Chris a bunch of them because yeah. they do stack up. And yeah. it's like, dude, I don't really need yeah. 20 issues of back issue. But I mean, the house. problem is I'm sure they get pirated on their oh, digital yeah. version pretty easily. You know, yeah. That's why a lot of these YouTube shows that are on now that have like the comic book history yeah. stuff, I swear they're just reading... They articles yeah. and just I'm like I've already why do I know this but go, that's, that's what this guy did he just TV, literally read a Wikipedia right, but the TV thing. news does that TV news used to used to go based on the, on the newspaper yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like what should we do today oh let's it's <laughs> in the paper all. today yeah. oh look radio does it yeah I can tell you every day that's what they do on the radio anyway so you have those two books coming out I also have a double well, page Power Shazam 2 coming out They're, that's the shifted that? to later in the year I also have a, a, a double-page spread in, in Stargirl's spring, whatever it's called, spring break special Where's or something. Where's the G.I. Joe with life fell that out? I don't know when that comes out. I think it's soon. Does, That's a while ago. Unfortunately, our comic store doesn't carry it. I've not seen the any of those. And there's, the one I did was issue five. And I was like, no, wait. No, you know, you're not there early enough. It's there. 
Oh, really? One or two issues. Yeah, oh. when I get there at 11, they're there. But if something sells long out, they should be buying more, right? You only buy two or three copies. I know. Stuff. I don't well, you told get me about it. stuff. I was oh, there was one copy of both Dark Hawk yeah, and yeah. this Scooby Doo. That was Batman. a Dark Hawk. Yeah, I bought it, and there was only one on the shelf. And I go, Why would Was there more here? Yeah, yeah. Makes no sense. Because they don't want to get stuck with it. All right, so I'm wrapping it up this so, week. Oh, what do you think is going to happen Friday? I think we're going to get a new Captain America. I think John Walker is going to be shown as a good guy and come and help Sam and Bucky. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah, he'll come in and help them out. Yeah. They don't want to make him a villain. He's not a villain. But in the comics, he's not a villain. No, he's, he's kind of like, like Guy the, Gardner. Yeah, he is. He's like off to the side. Yeah. Although he predates Guy Gardner. By a, about a year or so. He predates no, the Guy crazy. Gardner was originally He predates in, the crazy Guy Gardner. Yeah, because the original yeah. story, he was in yeah. there. But he was in a coma. Yeah. And that's why the ring didn't take him. Yeah. How nerdy is that? I was going to mention, though. Guy Gardner? No. If... Um, if they made a movie about him, I would love to watch it. He was one of my favorite Green Lanterns. If you think about it... You know what would have been a great guy, Gardner? What's that comedian, uh, Dennis, with a cigarette years ago? He was the Captain Stacy in Spider-Man. He lives in Connecticut. Oh, oh, Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. <laughs> Dennis Leary would have been a great guy, Gardner, back yeah, in the day when true. he was younger. That's true. You needed somebody with that abrasive, like, and that what the been, hell are you looking at in yeah, front of a cigarette? It would have been more fun. Yeah. Even Ryan Reynolds as Guy Gardner. Would have been better than yeah. You need like Jordan. a punk ass. No, he was. I always felt Hal Jordan was never too Hal, square. Hal Jordan is uh, you know, Sam Shepard. The other he um, was the Chuck Yeager. The other guy, the the um, who? What was the uh, John Stewart? John Stewart would have been would have been more interesting as a Green Lantern if they had the guts oh, yeah. to do it. Then yeah. you know, I always felt like Hal Jordan was boring. He was. And so was Barry Allen. Barry Allen was boring in the well, comics. Well, that blonde hair? Oh, my God. It's like, could you get any more milk toast? I mean, the, the Flash, the Wally West Flash, was kind of fun during that period of time in the no, 80s. No, you know who Wally would remind me? Not Wally Wood. Uh, Barry Allen was like John Tesh. Yeah. Remember John Tesh from oh, yeah, Entertainment yeah, yeah, Tonight? No, no, that right, right. tall, blonde, yeah, like, yeah. blonde Well, there's a generic American, Yeah, generic, quality. boring. Yeah, yeah. That was your uh, Barry Allen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They were just dull. Like, but Jeff Johns did breathe life into those, both those. Well, there characters. was Kyle Rayner. Yeah, Kyle I never Rayner. cared for the Kyle Rayner. Don't Ron Mars will send me a letter like, "Screw you, Mitch." No, but in a way, that's probably part of his appeal is that he wasn't. No, but I bet to a bunch of younger kids, yeah. no, he's yeah. their Green Lantern. Yeah. yeah, just like Doctor Who's. Yeah, there's different actors. Yeah, certain Doctor Who's, and that's totally fair that's because a, it's yeah, a, like James Bond. The stuff comes out generationally. Yeah. I and saw Roger Moore. My my father would be like, "What are you nuts, Sean Connery?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, that's the one I grew up with." Is this is my? There's really no. The only I felt like the only good Roger Moore James Bond was maybe the for spy your eyes who only. loved me or for. That was a good one. Yeah. It was a serious take on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Timothy Dalton was a good James Bond. He was Bond good, too. Bad James bad, Bond movies. Bad scripts. Yeah. Carrie Lowell. Yeah. Gorgeous. But anyway, it is what it is. This is uh, <laughs> Richard Gere. You should speak about... What? What's the uh, Mark Millar... Uh, oh, lip, uh, Star... Jupiter. He's coming out. Jupiter's Children or something? Jupiter's... Whatever legacy, Jupiter's legacy. It's Jupiter's coming out. Yeah, Destiny, Ju- Jupiter's Destiny. Whatever. Whatever. It's, it's coming, coming out on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. I watched the first. Wait, three? On? No, no. I watched the first three episodes of Invincible. Yes. And it's really good. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's the Kirkman, the Kirkman yeah. and Corey Walker. I guess. Well, come on. You got credit the artist. No, no, I didn't think it was him. They captured no, the I artist. No, I thought it was uh, Ryan Stegman or. Uh, 
Was yeah. he the original artist then? I have the trade and I haven't okay. read it in years. I just remember Corey Walker I thought was the first guy, but I'm, I could be wrong. But anyways, the, that's I thought that was really well done. I'm watching the first... But the voice is J.K. Simmons and that throws me off. I like that. I was watching the whole first episode and going, wow, this is so derivative. This is from here, this is from yeah, there. Oh yeah, absolutely. But then at the end of it, it's I went... It's the twist. Oh, wow. And yeah. then, oh, you didn't know that? No, because I have... I, oh, I read the book, I so buy, I know what's going to happen. I used so. to buy the comics. I don't remember them at all. Oh, no, I, I bought the trade when it first came out and I read all of it I had once. all the issues? Yeah. And I gave them to the comic store. Oh, no, 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 no. And I guess they were worth money. They're worth money now. Ago. Yeah. But anyways, um, I I didn't know the story. So I was like, yeah. wow, okay, that's a good twist. It is. And uh, and I enjoyed the second episode, third episode a lot. I'll watch them now. Are they all downloaded now? Or yeah, is they're week all to week? there. Oh, I good, I'll do the whole not thing. Not that many. Yeah. No, there's long. like six. They're like an hour oh, long. they're that long? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're really well done. I mean, as far as animation, the animation's nice. Yeah, voice is. acting is good the yeah. story's really good yeah they're definitely worth it alright I'll check it out it's on Amazon Prime I watched uh, Thunder or something oh the Melissa Thunder Force Thunder yeah. Force I only knew it because Pom Clementif was on it she was a terrific con guest right. from Guardians of the Galaxy so I gotta support the whole I thought team. it was fun it was fun with Melissa McCarthy I was like hey you know it's a superhero it's, it would, comedy it, I wouldn't want to see the theater no, I felt, no I would have felt like I wasted but my at, money at home I, you know what I, I watched thought it was, was funny hey dude I actually watched Escape Plan with Schwarzenegger and Stallone oh I liked the first one I was, that's what that's I, I, I suddenly I was like oh there's a series of these movies but the first one was really well yeah. done. They were on, I don't want to give it away, where they, they're in a prison. But I was like, wow, how are they going to get out and, of this? And, there was, and then it twisted. The they end. did a good like, thing with Stallone and yeah, him. Yeah. And yeah. Schwarzenegger shows up and it's like, yeah, it was just, it was really, it was just, I thought, I thought it was, was a well good done. movie. Yeah. I, did that play in theaters or go right yeah, to no, deep? it was a big, it was a Was it in the theaters? Yeah, yeah, it was oh, a theater. I never release. saw it. I'm like, when did this come out? But then I looked, there's two, three, and four or yeah, whatever yeah, like that. You know, I, yeah. So anyway, it is what it is. Yeah, no, I thought that one was good. Yeah, I, didn't, was good. I know they've done like four of them. There since. is. They're Isn't all it, on Amazon Dave Prime. Batista is now part of it or something. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's got a zombie movie coming out. My friend... Is Les... he in the... He's not in the... the he's um, in the new Zack Snyder. Snyder. Yeah, that's okay. Batista. The thing of it is, my buddy... And he's in Dune. My buddy is in the Batista movie. Was it Army of the Dead? Is that what this new thing's called? Yeah. 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 He's already filming the sequel. And I go, what do you mean? It hasn't even come out yet. He goes, dude, the sequel was already greenlit. We filmed in September. So yeah. I know... There's going to be part yeah, two. Yeah. So whenever you go see this on Netflix, I think it is next Yeah, month? it comes out in May. Yeah, yeah. So there's already part two. Yeah. So it's a zombie movie and like a, a heist. Vegas heist picture yeah. in one. So yeah. I was starting to think, what if you just took that theory and put it everywhere? Like, it's a rom-com on Hallmark Channel, but yeah. it's a zombie movie. Right. And you slam them. But they already did a movie like that's that. That's what Hollywood always does. They though. just take two things. That, they take stuff. King Kong versus Godzilla? That's cool. Romance movie. That's like Bang. a classic Hollywood pitch. It's yeah. Harry Met Sally. In space. Harry Met Sally meets Invasion of the Body it's Snatchers. Jane Mansfield, Zombie, and uh, what's the loser guy? With Woody Allen, Danny Hall. With Jack Black. Meets Jack Chinatown. Black falls in love with a ghost of Jane Mansfield. That's what I hate about Hollywood. It's boobalicious. That's what comics got to. Oh, yeah. I don't believe it during, now. During the, the, the end of the era, yeah, it yeah. became like you have to pitch yeah. it in Hollywood terms. It's OMAC on acid. What? Well, it's like it's yeah. OMAC crossed with... Uh, ambush bug. Some it would always be like a TV thing. You yeah, have to do yeah, a TV, yeah, yeah. a movie. Thing. Leave it to Beaver meets Martian Manhunter. Right, right. That's what. 
That's it. So you That's would, a story. They would buy a pitch. And Give then me a C. You'd see, I'd read the comic and I'd C. be like, wow, yeah. the comic is terrible. So it'd be Don't like you remember when the guys uh, who had the good pitch yeah. had no good follow-through. Don't you, you know? remember Martin Short used to do that? Oh, yeah. He'd come out as the guy that would write the, the jingles. He's like, Give me a C. A pippy C. His name is Jerry. A bouncy C. He, a bouncy C. he likes right. to eat berries. And he's come down to the store to go buy something for his girl Mary. <laughs> and then they go and they live happily ever airy. How okay. can the guy who wrote the 100 year old guy who wrote songs? He'd come yeah, out with yeah. the, big, the big gray wig with a yeah. cigar in his mouth. He's like, Give me a C. A bouncy C. Her name is Sarah. She likes a plera. And her, she goes to terror. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> she has a skin flare on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, boy, oh boy, she should scare you. I'm running out of eras. <laughs> and here comes the second wave of, of, of customers. Not yes. the corona. Take it back. So, Secret Invasion. What about They're it? They're casting. Oh, so I'm up for it? <laughs> I should go now. You should go. I can play, a, I can play uh, the scroll. young Mike Carlin. Yes, I'll be the Mike Carlin. I'll no, be I a thought scroll. that was interesting. They just cast for Olivia Coleman. They just need to get some bumps in there. Olivia Coleman, you know, she's a British actress. I've heard she won an Academy Award. Oh, what's that? The Academy Awards are on this week. You just what, spit on me. <laughs> Good thing you had that shot. Hey, they're on this week, but what movies came out? That's what I'm sitting there going. It's all the stuff that we, we, we saw, saw three on movies. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Because I'm like, what did they give an Academy Awards out for? It's Those are called was Emmys. On, it was on streaming. Well, if it's on TV, it was called the Emmys. They relaxed the rules. Jesus God. Dude, the only really? one that's not shown up, except it might be on demand. Wait, what's the movie we saw? The big budget picture. Uh, Tenant? Yeah, is that up for anything? Come on, it was in the theaters. They should it give you an award. Like a, you they know. should give you an award if you actually made it to a theater. And here's the best picture that actually played in a theater right. for more than a day. Right. No, we saw no, something it's all else. Stuff like, oh, I we mean, saw New Mutants, Tenet, and yeah. it's only three. I thought we only went to New Mutants to Tenet. I saw Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Oh no, before COVID, we went and saw Harley Quinn. Right, that was Birds of Prey. February, back in like yeah, and then yeah, yeah. and I saw the Call of the Wild. That was it. And then everything ended. So I've and this is what Harrison Ford's on. He won an award. On, on, uh, on uh, streaming. Yes. Right? Nomad Land. Nomad Land. Nomad. As Nomad in like, Land. Nomads. Right, yeah. Is on Hulu. Yes. Right? I see the commercial on, for it. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Five Bloods is on Netflix. I saw that one. That's what uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, 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 I saw that one. Yeah. Um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, I think, is also on Netflix. That's also Are these the best picture Bozeman. nominations? Um, yeah, I think so. And uh, I don't even know what's nominated for best picture this year. This is the first time. Promising ever. young woman. That's Carrie Mulligan. That thing is actually in theaters and not so far on streaming. Okay. That's the only one that I can think of. Wait, it's in theaters now in twenty twenty one, but it's yeah. nominated. It's been for playing 20. since. Uh, oh, really? Since like last year? January, maybe December. You have to be in. The they, year. they no, they they extended it to February. Oh, did they really? Yeah, because of the because of the situation, COVID stuff. Wow. And then the the one with Anthony Hopkins, the father or something. I didn't see it. That one I don't think is available for free streaming. Did they do the one with the Nazis on the moon? I watched that movie. <laughs> that that for Scott Martin. Listen, he goes. There's not an episode that goes by on the Power Cosmic podcast that they don't name drop Nazis at one point. Apparently that's a thing. Really? That's our show. Okay. It's like if you're listening to a podcast and they don't say the word Nazi, it's not the Mitch and Jerry show. Wow. Right? That's scary, isn't it? It's scary that... That he notices How did we miss that, though? Oh, I kind of notice it like it'll come up and I'll go, hey, wait a minute, there's our 
our Nazi name drop for the issue, which is not a good thing to do. Yeah, but, but Nazis have always been around. See, here we go. They just had different names. All of a sudden, you and I, who knows, we're actually got a secret cult that follows us, and they think every episode they're translating it. Well, this means we have to attack the libraries on June 1st right. because it's uh, Dewey well, we, Decimal Day. Right. Yeah. What the letter, Jerry and Mitch told me. What, what number is the letter N in the alphabet? Yeah, and count it back. How many beers did Jerry have? Uh-oh. Put that against the sun at a certain time of day. The sun shines through there and points a beam that goes directly to where Fort Knox's uh, money's buried. I think you had less beer than me this time. I did. I just drank water mostly. Because I'm in shape now, Jerry. The show's coming up. I'm in training. I'm like Rocky. I'm like Falcon. I'm running into the stories. I'm throwing my shield around the house. Breathing heavily. I'm breathing heavily. <laughs> I got my, uh, my Thor hammer. I'm whipping around the backyard. Now that we cut some trees, the neighbors can see us more. <laughs> All right, I'm wrapping it up. Say goodnight, Jerry. Goodnight, Jerry. I have to edit. This has been a production of Big Fedora Marketing, LLC. The folks that bring you the terrific Comic-Con, GamerCon, and so much more. Thanks for listening.